0: It's going to be super quick. Um, we got to talk about UT Women's Basketball. And uh, no better voice, no be- no better guest to do that with than an old co-worker of mine who is the radio play-by-play voice of the Lady Rockets. And I have watched on his face and in his voice over the years um, jubilation from a, uh, a team that was... was Hot and winning tons of games. But then also the agony of not being able to put it all together and then get into the NCAA tournament. That has changed now as the Lady Rockets pulled a bit of an upset the other night. The 12 seed over the 5 seed. They beat Iowa State. They play a vaunted and historic blue blue blood of a program. um, In the same way that there's Duke in North Carolina and Kansas and Kentucky in uh, men's college basketball. Tennessee is the top of that list or near the top of it um, in women's college basketball, even though they're not as good as they once were, they still have Success, women's college basketball, national titles coursing through their veins, that gym and that program. And it will take an upset for the Lady Rockets to beat them tonight. They are a 14 and a half point underdog. But as you'll hear with my good friend Jim Heller, uh, not much is going to shake this team, which is led by um, a local girl who was greatly overlooked until Trisha Culp said. Come play for the Rockets. Let's talk to my good friend now. Play by play voice of the Lady Rockets, Jim Heller. Well, hello, sir. Is, is this is this Rocky Top Jim Heller? Y- yes it is. And <laughs> oh I love Rocky Top. Rocky
1: Top Tennis
0: City. Uh it's uh it's good to hear your voice. How was uh how is it? And,
1: your- and like and likewise, old friend, it's it's uh what a day.
0: Um, you know, for all of this, obviously, I'm closer to you than anybody in that program, even though that, that whole school is a part of our DNA here. I'm very excited for you.
1: Well, that's awful kind. I haven't made a basket since 1984, so I hope you're not hinging on me to do anything spectacular. Tonight. No,
0: <laughs> but you have also not been lit up on the defensive end. You have not missed any shots. So your yeah. your level is even, my friend.
1: Uh, again most kind I, i'm wondering when i'm going to get the bill for for uh for cash for those nice compliments
0: no 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 you can pour an al- you can you can pay an ounces of alcohol <laughs> oh,
1: no. oh boy, boy this one's falling apart in a hurry um
0: so by the time somebody might listen to this uh we we might, we should know the result if somebody listens to this on, on Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, and hopefully they're sure. still playing. But what has this been like all for you? Because it's been oh, 96. What were you doing in 1996 the last time the ladies won a tournament game?
1: Uh, well, I was spinning records for a 50 kilowatt <laughs> station on the weekends in Defiance, Ohio, <laughs> um,
0: a long time ago. And-
1: yeah, it, it, it was, and frankly, um, had I not done that then, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be having this conversation with you right now.
0: It's interesting how things so many years ago can line us up to where we are now. Like, all of my, all of my dismissals from places I may or may not have liked working has put me in this spot to talk to you.
1: Well, and, and you know... We have chewed a lot of the same dirt through the years. Uh, Of course, I'm a lot older than you are. um, But I I also know this, that, you know, when we have common ground, we never lose it. And tonight it just happens to be Toledo, Ohio, and women's basketball.
0: Um, For the record, in 1996, I was sharing... Uh, when I wanted to drive, I'd have to ask my mom if I could borrow the red Dodge Neon, as I was a junior in high school.
1: Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> well, and, and I give you a lot of credit for that because my mother is ninety-five, and I still have to ask for her permission to do many things to this day. So good on you.
0: Um. So the weekend, uh, w- can you talk a lot about uh? Uh, the local girl that is an integral part of this team who locked up one of the best score, pretty much locked up one of the best scorers in NCAA women's basketball history?
1: Yeah, and, and it really wasn't much of a surprise to me uh, because she's been doing this for three years. And you want to talk about going under the radar. Uh, nobody recruited her coming out of Rossford High School. She was just a, a phenomenal player, division two player of the year. And she really wasn't getting a whole lot of looks Uh, If memory serves me correctly, she was going to go to Owens to continue her studies. uh, And Trisha Cullock had heard about her and had read her name in the paper countless times. And so she decided to take a chance. Uh, Things work out that she's started every game since she came to school at Toledo. And there isn't a harder working kid in the Mid-American Conference than the mayor. Sammy It's No question about it. Not even close.
0: Can you think of anybody local like a Northwest Ohio kid that has made such an impact on the program in similar ways since Sammy or before Sammy?
1: Uh, At the University of Toledo? Yeah. uh, Well, I would say that there have been some wonderful local kids that have stayed home. Uh, One of them is still very involved in the program today, and she was a tremendous player. Kelly Savage out of Notre Dame Academy uh, certainly comes to mind in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. Uh, Kayla McIntyre out of Notre Dame was on the last MAC championship team. Uh, And, you know, through the years, there have been uh, multiple young ladies uh, that have come from Toledo proper uh, that have, you know, been big parts of this program. Um, Kim Sikulski, former Mac player of the year, uh, a Toledo native, and in 1990 and 91, there wasn't a better player in the league. Uh, you know, so Toledo's produced a whole lot of talent.
0: How did uh, Quanisha Lockett line, wind up here from uh, Omaha, Nebraska?
1: Yes, Omaha, and... Uh, I've heard multiple versions of the story, but the short version is uh, Coach Cullop was at an AAU tournament out that neck of the woods, and it had her eye on another player and discovered Q at that point, who had locked down everybody in the gym, and said, you know, change of plans here. I want her. And seven games into her freshman season, she was in the starting lineup, uh, just became number three all-time. Uh, in scoring, uh, Mac Player of the Year, the first time we've had that since 1999. And, you know, this may upset a few uh, fans, but she belongs on the Mount Rushmore of Toledo women's basketball. I respect that Dana Drew has a jersey hanging in Savage Arena, that Kim Cano has a jersey hanging in Savage Arena. The Sikulski Sekol- girls are certainly right there. Uh, Nama Shafir... But no, Quenisha Lockett needs to be on the Mount Rushmore. No doubt about it.
0: Um, what, did, what was the, the murmuring, the whispers from uh, the Iowa State people, maybe not the players themselves, but from everything I saw, n- not so much before the game, uh, but, but after, that I guess a lot of Iowa State people and national observers thought that Toledo was underranked and poor Iowa State had to deal with that?
1: Uh, And I think there's some validity to that. But uh, I think it speaks volumes on on what kind of league the Mid-American Conference was this year. And case in point, go back to the MAC tournament. It's wonderful that you and I are having this discussion in Knoxville, Tennessee right now. But if you were part and parcel of a quarterfinal game against Buffalo, we came within a whisker of getting knocked out of the tournament. (laughs) Yes. So, (laughs) uh, you, you know, there's a little bit of luck involved at this point. I don't care who you are, how good you are, how deep your roster is. It's not who's been the best all year. It's who's better for 40 minutes.
0: Uh, and to that point, uh, not that you will be paying attention to it, but you'll hear later on in the evening, BG with 28 wins to who the ladies beat in the MAC final um, are playing tonight as well, I guess, uh, against a pretty good Green Bay team in the women's WNIT. Yes. So you're right. Great conference, a yeah, lot, you lot you of good basketball.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, you got a couple of mid-major heavyweights uh, going at it there. And Robin did a phenomenal job this year with that team. And, you know, they just ran into us when we were playing our best basketball of the year. And ironically, Eric, that's the last team to beat us.
0: Yeah. There's no extra press- pressure because they're on this winning streak, right? Because once you get to the tournament, you- whether you won 100 in a row or one in a row, you lose and you're done.
1: Right, and let's think about who we're playing. And and as soon as you walk into that arena, you know, there's the statue of Pat Summitt. The court is named after her. There are eight national championship banners hanging in that arena. Uh, You know, some of the names, the great ones that have played there, Ward, Catchings, uh, just a few off the top of my head. Uh, You know, this is one of the blue bloods. Now, they may not be the top dog right now, but they certainly – are uh, you know, a heritage program, and while this is a privilege to be playing against them on their home floor, Toledo's not going into this for a participation trophy. Sure. They're playing to win tonight, and, and I think the rest of the country is going to find that out.
0: They're a 14-and-a-half-point underdog. That was kind of a, a surprising line for what you said, like a program that right. is not what, what it once was. Um, from what you've been able to glean, I'm sure they, they had a practice yesterday, maybe a walkthrough real fast. What's the vibe like of everybody? Mm-hmm. Well,
1: uh, I, I think very businesslike and very relaxed uh, because of the fact that, number one, they know they can play at this level. Uh, you know, you've played Duke, you've played Penn State, you, you've played Michigan and beat them. Uh, you played Iowa State and beat them. Uh, they know in, in, in their mind and in their heart of hearts they belong here. Now, are they going to be favored? Absolutely not. Is Tennessee a much bigger team? Yes, they are. They have four starters over six foot tall. We have one. But I also know that we've played bigger teams all year and and done very, very well for ourselves. And by the same token, they have to defend us.
0: How, what's the game plan? What's the outline for the Lady Rockets winning tonight and pulling another upset?
1: No different than the Iowa State game. We threw the first punch in the second and the third. Um, You know, we are not going to be in a reactive mode. We're not going to be sitting back waiting to react to Tennessee specials. They have to defend us, too. Uh, We have the conference player of the year. She's a finalist for the mid-major player of the year in the country. Uh, We have a wonderful bench. So do they. We have all of the elements to win this game.
0: What's uh, what's Coach Callop been like through all this? I, I would gather that because she is such a veteran, whether it's the biggest tournament on earth or the, the smallest one, she coaches the same exact way because she's been doing this for a long time and she's super successful at it.
1: And you're 110% correct. Because uh, for her, yes, this, this is a wonderful game and this is a wonderful opportunity. It's going to help her immensely with recruiting. But, you know, she is looking for this uh, the same way that she has done for any of the other 448 victories in her long career.
0: Um, she will continue to recruit for the University of Toledo, right?
1: Uh, I don't <laughs> see why not. That's been her modus operandi. I, Somebody- uh, she has two wonderful young ladies coming in for, uh, from the state of Michigan next year. Um, they, they lose two very good role players at the end of the year. So, uh,
0: Absolutely. I only asked that because somebody threw something at me the other day and they said, you know, she could leave. I said, that's the first time I've ever heard anything like that. And I can't see oh. her leaving at all. Right. Well, uh,
1: there are countless times I have heard that through the years. Uh, I remember one time, uh, sitting across the table from her at her hall of fame induction in Indianapolis, uh, When somebody gets on social media and says, well, she's going to get offered this job. Uh, And that may be the case. But I I think she has uh, made a wonderful, wonderful career at home here in Toledo. And uh, the grass is not always greener on the other side. And, you know, frankly, when you're 25th in the country in attendance, uh, you have a loyal fan base. You seem to be able to recruit good kids every year. Why disturb that recipe?
0: Yeah, I. it, it would have to be like, God, I you you know it better than me, uh, much better than me. I couldn't imagine the type of program that would come after her that would at least, that would even get her ear to, to consider it for all that you just mentioned. Because I mean, if she continues as I expect her to do, she'll have a statue. She'll have her name on a court. I mean, she, this is, she is that entire program in many ways, the entire athletic department for especially like what this team has done this year.
1: Well, and let's give credit to where it is due. I think a lot of those elements were there when she arrived, uh, vis a Bill Finley, the guy who we just beat on Saturday, really elevated the program. Mark Eadlin, who also took it to NCAA tournaments, they had a hand in on this too. Um, I just think Tricia has elevated it. Uh, to a new level.
0: Yeah, and it's good on the court and off of it in the classroom and in the community for sure. Um, last, Without question. Last question, What what's Tennessee like?
1: Well, tall and athletic, <laughs> and, and I- ironically, um, one of their starters is from Detroit, Edison High School, and another one is from Columbus, Ohio. So, you know, don't tell me about the talent pool down here in the deep south. <laughs> Tennessee's coming north to get- <laughs> their best players.
0: <laughs> I have to rephrase that. What's Knoxville like?
1: Oh, gorgeous college town. Is it? Um, yeah. Uh, and, and the people are friendly. They've been very welcoming. Um, and, you know, they're, they're very, very... I, I compare it a lot to Ann Arbor in the fact that, yes, the basketball is good, and yes, they support their sports, but this is a football city. Um, because football is king here much much like it is in Ann Arbor and Columbus now some people may not like me saying that but it's the truth uh, I hope- but uh, it's a great it's a great college town and it's clean
0: I think it was in the 90s and 2000s wasn't there like a tit for tat back and forth between Neyland Stadium and the and Michigan Stadium like we've got more fans we've got more seats and it was like 100- yeah
1: yeah it, and you know that's gonna go on long after you and I have hung up the headphones pal that's been, <laughs> that's been a debate for many many years
0: did you get to go grab any good barbecue or anything like that there
1: that's as a matter of fact i did i found a little establishment on thursday on campus uh to have a little bit of barbecue and a glass of sun called cool beans i love the name
0: awesome well uh thanks for taking a couple of minutes um i hope tonight is happy to do it is a blast what if they do move on uh will they play virginia tech is that who would be lined up
1: Yes, yes. Uh, Virginia Tech would be the next opponent. Virginia Tech beat a a very scrappy team from South Dakota State, a mid-major, much like Toledo, yesterday. And that game would be in Seattle on Saturday.
0: Would you like to go to Seattle? I'm sure you would, right?
1: Uh, Absolutely. You know, I like coffee just as much as the (laughs) next guy, and I understand there's a few places up there to get it.
0: Good times. Uh, Thanks for taking a couple minutes. I'm really excited for you and for the whole program. Um, From a a really super selfish perspective, I was delighted that they won on Saturday night because basically my radio show today will just be like a three-hour pregame to tonight. Um, It's going to be on a bunch of places. The Blardy's got a party. Imagination Station is going to show it in their movie theater. Yeah.
1: Believe me, my phone has been ringing nonstop this morning. Uh, Now, there was one call about my extended car warranty, Uh, but, you know, hey, what are you going to do? Nobody? Perfect.
0: Nobody. All right. Enjoy it. I'll talk to you soon. I'll text you tonight.
1: Hey, always good to chat with the old friend, and and thanks to you and all of your uh, wonderful listeners, Sarah, at at 105 for all the support.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Howard. I'll talk to you soon. I'll talk to you tonight.
1: Be well, my friend.